All right, welcome everybody. This is the Multifamily Movers Podcast at South Coast Commercial. Today I'm here with the broker, the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Nelson, the owner of the company. Hey, welcome, Alexa. Brian. Thank you. <laughs> so um, this is a new podcast we're starting at South Coast, and uh, the goal here is to to bring insider knowledge into the San Diego marketplace of, uh, of apartments and sales and management and you know valuable information for apartment owners um, on how to maximize the returns on the properties that they they own or are looking to own so uh with that uh you know brian why don't you tell me a little bit about who you are and uh how long you've been in the business how you got into the business well that's pretty easy i could figure that part out <clears throat> no i appreciate you setting this up uh so i started in multifamily right out of college so we started at a competing company uh, in 2003, and I've been doing sales ever since. So my last job was parking cars for Ace Parking. So uh, in 2008, we decided to open up South Coast Commercial as a leaving to as top producers of our previous company. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Hemstreet and I had a small office down in uh, Pacific Beach, close to where we all lived, and. Uh, Within nine months, we decided to move over into Point Loma and take on a larger office space when we had the opportunity to, to grow with other agents. Uh, another five agents decided to come over to our company in the first year. Uh, that was the start of it. Uh, the idea was is that in 2008, 2009, market conditions were quite a bit different. Mm. And we knew that we wanted to manage assets and, and get some fee-based income uh, rather than just commissions. Uh, we could not do that at our previous employ employer, uh, so we decided to go out on our own primarily to manage properties and do sales along the way. Uh, and it just kind of steamrolled out from there. Uh, fast forward to uh, 2023, uh, uh, we have a pretty dominant share of multifamily sales. Uh, we manage close to 1,400 apartments throughout San Diego. Um, and there's 20 agents at South Coast Commercial, brokers and or agents, mm -hmm. like yourself, mm -hmm. and, um, and then Kevin and I, so. Well, I can attest you guys do a great job managing a company. As you can see here, we're in our upgraded, mm -hmm. renovated office. Um, you guys have invested a lot of money over the last year into marketing and, mm -hmm. and things that are gonna help us as agents and property owners that we represent, um, both on the management and the, uh, and the, the sale and, and purchase side, so. Um, that goes a long way, I'm sure. You know, it sounds you know starting from a, a car lot to now owning a brokerage with 20 agents over, you know, a, a 10 to 15 year period is a pretty big achievement, I would say. Especially given that we have, like you said, a, a dominant share of uh, of the sales in San Diego. I think we're somewhere we average around 20 to 25 percent on a yearly basis, um, and we're hoping to continue growing that number. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I would say we're averaging about 15%, maybe 20%, uh, depending upon what statistics you look at. Uh, but I, I do know we average uh, about 150 to 160 transactions per year, mm -hmm. uh, everywhere from two to four unit properties, uh, upwards of 100 units. Right. Uh, so we do sell some smaller assets in San Diego as well. Um, uh, 150. This uh, past year, we did about 132 transactions, and the year before that, in 2021, was one of our best years, uh, with uh, 
171 transactions. Right. I mean, that's a that's a big number, and uh, you know, I think I'd like to say I contributed a bit to those numbers. As well I, yes, you <laughs> did. Yes, you <laughs> did. And this podcast and everything else that we've been working on. So, right. Well, uh, good positive growth with the company for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, the last couple of years specifically, there's been a lot of changes. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. when I started in 2015, um, you know, I remember the run up like up until 2020 was everything kind of just seemed peachy. Then 2020 mm-hmm. with COVID hit and we were yeah. thrown a big curveball. And on the management side, you guys dealt with a lot of changes, you know, 1,400 doors, mm-hmm. um, COVID re- regulations, meaning we can't operate the same way with tenants and mm-hmm. uh, you know you navigating that on behalf of landlords uh, having their back not shutting your doors um, can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges you had during COVID yeah absolutely um, well COVID 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 well we've been talking about COVID a lot so one of the main challenges obviously is pertaining to the different tenant protection laws and acts that have been implemented uh, throughout COVID on a state level as well as on a local level uh, in conjunction with rent control and other acts that have come out. Mm-hmm. Um, pertaining to the eviction moratorium, accessing units, uh, doing repairs on units, uh, the liabilities and such have been very difficult for us. Uh, typically we average maybe two evictions a year before COVID. And uh, now we're up to probably 10 or 12 evictions going at a certain, at a given time. Right. Uh, Our evictions are taking, well, now we can evict people, Uh, not that we ever want to, but you know, we do work for our clients. Our clients are the property owner. Our customers are our tenants. Mm -hmm. Our customers do need to pay rent. and if they don't, we do need to uh, vacate that unit so that we can re-rent that unit to somebody who is uh, desires to live in the unit and pay their rent on time. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we're taking about nine to 12 months to ev- evict a family if we have to. So we're doing everything we can within our power to avoid evictions. That's what we're doing. Um, a, we have payment plans that we've had to go through. Um, We've done cash for key scenarios that we've had to go through. Um, but our goal is to keep tenants in their homes, uh, work with them. We've been working huge with the COVID relief programs that we've uh, been getting from the government assistance, mm-hmm. which has added an entire new variable for the South Coast Commercial accounting staff and team. I've had to hire additional people uh, too in receivables simply to deal with the government assistance programs and the COVID relief payments that mm-hmm. we've had to mm-hmm. collect in order to keep our tenants and, and work within the playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that answers any questions. No, I, I mean, it does. And I mean, as a, as an owner manager of a personal portfolio of apartments, um, I can tell you, we had a couple tenants that uh, applied for the COVID relief. And once they do that, especially during the COVID times, there was no, evicting once they're in the process it's you're you're kind of on a different um timeline and you have to work with the government system it was it was one of those mm-hmm. um kind of emergency laws that they put into place to keep people from ending up on the streets but i can tell you from experience it took we were working with this government regulate regulation that was 
promising us a paycheck. They said, oh, we ran out of funding about six months after promising us a paycheck from accruing late rent from this tenant. At this point, he was maybe six months behind and we still hadn't received any of that rent. Um, and obviously we're still paying the property taxes and the insurance. And so as a landlord, uh, I know how long and, mm -hmm. and tiresome that was for just one tenant. So for a portfolio of 1,400 units, you know, dealing with 20 of those, it's a full-time job. It is a full-time job. Uh, and again, all we want to do is keep tenants in our building paying their rent on time. You know, mm -hmm. we are a fee-based management company. Mm -hmm. When tenants pay rent, we collect a management fee as our salary and our pay. So when tenants aren't paying rent, it doesn't benefit anybody involved. Right, right. Well, um, you know, that's it, we've come a long way now. We're kind of emerging out of COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. What are some new, uh, you know, at this point in time, are you seeing the landscape for uh, landlords get easier, the tenant rights going back into the landlord's favor, mm -hmm. um, or is it still, have they removed any of the COVID um, you know, protections for, for tenants. Um, where are we at right now? Well, absolutely. Uh, there's a lot going on. One, first and foremost, our rents have still been going through the roof. Okay, mm -hmm. rents are increasing 14% um, you know, last year, if I read a CoStar article recently. Uh, we've softened now, uh, but coming out of COVID, based on a number of variables, uh, one of which the lack of supply of inventory if tenants are in housing and are not moving in and out as they normally would creating a normal vacancy factor in san diego of mm -hmm. two or three percent or depending upon where you're looking at it we've decreased our vacancy factor by keeping tenants in their units so now we have a lack of supply enhancing rents going up and an already climbing rental market anyway just being san diego california right right uh, so we have been raising rents uh, to the maximum that we could allow on units that allow it. Of course, trying to catch up to a market rent in that area for each unit, taking specifically each building, the location, and the condition of the occupied unit. Uh, we've seen a softening in rents today. Uh, I would think that we're kind of balancing out depending upon the asset, uh, but if a unit has been rehabbed in the last 12 months, and it is at a market rent in the last 12 months, I would say for the next 12 months, we're pretty much plateaued. Uh, but we've had huge rent growth, multifamily owners, our clients are very happy with our performance as well as a performance of, I'm sure your clients are very happy with the rents of where they're at today. Right, right. I mean, you uh, buy a property two years ago based off of two years ago pro forma, that pro forma has gone up 20%. So yeah. you can assume yeah. that the property value has gone up proportionally um, and a lot of the people who bought maybe thinking we're just barely gonna break even or doing just just they're doing great right now um, right so the occupied units are doing great the physical vacancy is next to zero mm -hmm. our economic vacancy uh, and again our economic vacancy is occupied units that aren't paying rent delinquent mm -hmm. tenants mm -hmm. I would say it's about one and a half percent for our company uh, as far as the physical vacancy, barely 1%. So when you combine it, we're still in that two to 3% vacancy factor. Right, right. And rents are continuously going up 14, 20% last couple of years. Um, our clients are happy. I think that we're doing a good job for our clients. Right, we, right. I mean, it's it's a thankless job, I think, management. You get the, 
you get to hear the brunt of the work uh, of the complaints of the tenants, and uh, you get to hear the complaints of the landlords who, yeah. you know, don't see all the behind-the-scenes work that you're doing in the background. But um, it's a know. necessary evil. We have to manage property. We we enjoy what we do: management and sales. Obviously, uh, we enjoy sales. We enjoy management. We do our own construction on our assets. Mm -hmm. uh, we keep as much as we can in house for a number of reasons. But uh, yeah, we are in the vice. The management right, company right. is the vice between the tenants and the landlords. Uh, but you know, we just operate fair and, and honest with integrity and do everything we can to make everybody happy as much as we can. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think um, my next question was gonna be, you know, what sets us apart as a brokerage? Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like you kind of led into that a little mm -hmm. bit with those you know, three aspects. Can you t just maybe brief over that? Well, first and foremost, we have a, I like to think uh, we have a leadership approach uh, that is not just a, a good old boy um, network as far as our, we roll up the sleeves, blue collar brokers that uh, work hard for our clients. Uh, we team up with other companies. We cooperate as much as we can in the field. As you know, being a, a broker, you may be able to answer these questions better than I can. Uh, but what I do like to, about South Coast Commercial is that uh, we work hard, we play hard. We all have a self, uh, we have an interest in mind of, of like-minded young men and women who uh, enjoy uh, selling assets. Um, we keep busy. Uh, we cold call, we warm call, we, we laugh together, we play together. Um, and we have a good uh, network of brokers at the company that get along. Uh, we don't have to lock our file cabinet doors or our, our office doors or our file cabinet drawers. Um, we have a level of trust within each other that if we were to team up on a, we would rather team up on a transaction or then compete for that transaction right. that sale. I think you could. Well, I think I think that's definitely something I've noticed as a broker at this company is that mm -hmm. there's. And then talking to people at other companies who, some, many of which have now become agents at South Coast and yeah. learning about their experiences at previous firms, um, I think that there's a much more collaborative approach here. Uh, mm -hmm. We work together. I remember as I was starting as a junior agent, every single senior with experience had their door open to me to ask questions and, mm -hmm. and uh, provide that insider knowledge that you really need to grow and, and, and the, is what the competitive edge we have against other brokerages being so in tune with what's happening here, what the laws are on the management side. Um, on the weekly meetings, you know, going over current events and how they affect uh, us directly, property owners in San Diego. Um, that's super unique knowledge that we're able to share on the phones and, and obviously provide value to owners um, and are, encourages them to work with us. Sorry, absolutely, and I think that uh, it does encourage them to work with us because I think clients can feel the agents getting along when they know that they're uh, deciding to list their property with a firm mm -hmm. where agents are cooperating together uh, rather than you know being a little more cutthroat. Right. It creates a, a more positive environment for everybody. Right. Well, well, I'll put it to you this way. In our business, it's very easy for someone, you know, you to share a deal and then that person to go around you and work directly with that owner. Mm -hmm. um, but here at South Coast, I'm never worried about that because we have a certain level of trust with the people who work here. We get along. We, you know, we hang out outside of work. Um, and so we have this 
you know, a little bit different level of trust. So, I mean, we're, we're often sharing deals. A lot of the deals that happen in the apartment space happen off market um, for a variety of reasons, but one of the main ones is that owners don't want their tenants to be bothered um, with people driving by excessively because it's listed on the market as for sale. Um, so they prefer it to be kind of a more low-key transaction, transaction so that they can, uh, you know, protect the tenant privacy and, and not have to worry about a lot of, uh, you know, people, <laughs> you know, people bothering their tenants, essentially. So um, because of that, we do need to share deals off market, and there's not necessarily that level of security that you get with a listing, um, but we have that security here because we have a certain level of trust with the brokers that we're working with. And we also have uh, all skill levels here at South Coast Commercial. Mm -hmm. We have senior VPs like yourself, um, and I have a, a gentleman who just started last week making his first cold calls on the air side of the hall right now. That's right. Uh, yeah. You know, in, in an open space cubicle, and we're all able to laugh and have fun together. Right. Uh, so we have different experience levels of, of uh, sales professionals here at the company. Um, and as far as our off-market transactions, it, it's hard to deny with as many transactions we do each, each year, year over year for the past decade plus, uh, we have a pretty good pulse of the market. We know who's buying, we know who's selling, and we know some of the most qualified investors out there for that particular asset. So although we do about, I'd say 40% of our transactions off market, uh, the reality is is that if we're able to deliver a buyer and seller together at, at a market price and terms that benefit both parties, it does make sometimes a more seamless transaction uh, for not just the buyer and seller, but the tenants as well as the brokers. Uh, well, that was perfectly put, Brian. <laughs> as well as with 20 plus agents, we're not necessarily double ending, quote unquote, all of our transactions, but we're able to, Alexio, you may do a deal with, you know, Adam Jacks or one of the other agents in the sure, office, yeah. uh, which is part of the benefits of working at South Coast. With 20 yeah. guys and gals on the phones, uh, we're always hustling and talking to buyers and sellers and, and, and you know, making deals take place. Right. Well, I think what I was kind of going with that question about some of the value that um, mm -hmm. South Coast provides, uh, you mentioned we have the three branches at South Coast. We have sure. the uh, brokerage, sure. the management, mm -hmm. and then the construction side. Absolutely. So how do those work together to provide value to our, our clients? Oh, absolutely. Great question. Well, first and foremost, everything we manage has been an asset that we've either sold or we're planning on selling. So our our construction is servicing our property management uh, needs of all of our tenants, and we do basic, you know, turns and apartment turns, and that, you know, the the small price point, the carpet and paint, as we call it. I don't do carpet, but we still call it carpet and paint. Right. Uh, and then we're able to uh, do the renovations and show our clients in house. If you were to buy this asset and put it under South Coast Commercial Management and you spent X amount of money doing the repairs, we could show you how we can get an increased rent or a market rent. And then they could determine if that uh, uh, the improvement cost would be beneficial for uh, the money that they're spending. Right. Uh, if they could get uh, $2,500 in rent when the unit's renting for six, you know, $1,600, and what's the return on that improvement? Uh, so we're able to do what we say we're gonna do, 
by showing them the people who are actually going to be doing the construction, walking the units, um, we go over the management, and then, we, and then we could go into the sale. So when we sell an asset or a broker makes a, a commission, we're not running off to Vegas and spending that big check and putting it on red. We're here to say, listen, we're going to put it under management. We're going to sell the asset, whether you're buying it or selling it. We'll put it under management. We'll show you the construction. We have an open book, a proven track record of other property owners that we've worked for. This is what it costs to fix up the unit. This is what our manager fees are. This is how we're going to do what we say we're going to do. So I say that's one of the large benefits is by having it in, on an in-house infrastructure, we're able to show the client exactly what they're buying and, and, and stick by the client. And a lot of our clients are mom and pop investors. There's a lot of wheeler dealers in San Diego, right, right. but South Coast Commercial, we manage you know two units upwards of 50 units. So a lot of those clients, uh, I have the, uh, the plumber who owns 10 units, uh, I mean, everybody, uh, mm -hmm. contractors, plumbers, teachers, school teachers. Uh, my, one of my favorite clients is a, a, a retired school teacher who inherited a property uh, in North Park here. Uh, and her, her rental income is more than her pension. Well, that's the beauty of real estate and something I can't preach enough on the phones to my friends, my family. Mm -hmm. um, and the people who are in it know. I mean, you know, absolutely. example case right there, someone who is would otherwise be relying on her pension mm -hmm. to retire and make ends meet is now mm -hmm. essentially doubled, if not more, her uh, her retirement salary because she got involved in real estate and mm -hmm. because we helped her along the way with the you know the day to day issues that she ran into with tenants, toilets, trash, mm -hmm. carpet, paint, as you said, um, you know she's a teacher. She's not necessarily experienced with these things, but is able to trust in. Um, you know our expertise to to kind of handhold and protect that asset and ensure her retirement. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, great answers to great questions. Uh, I wanted to ask you right now: What is the you know as as a manager, what is the current rule for increasing rents in San Diego, California? Do we have rent control? Yeah. Absolutely, no more than 10%. That's what we're sticking to. Okay. Uh, so we are rent capped at 10%, uh, which we don't see being an issue moving forward. Uh, we've had a hard time catching up some of our buildings just with COVID. Uh, we, we usually raise rents and do an analysis on each property, put together an appropriate rent increase on an annual basis or a recommendation for our clients. Uh, our job is to be, uh, an advisor to our clients. Some clients say, I'm never going to raise my rent. I'll raise the rent when they move out. Other clients require uh, our rents to be as close to market, maybe just a little under, recognizing the condition of the asset. Uh, so we always put together recommendations on what a market rent is um, and how we can get there. Uh, since rent control took place, we are at a 10% rent cap. Okay, so we don't we've been raising our rents at about 10% or less than, right. uh, depending upon when they moved in and, and what the tenant could afford. Our, we we want to raise the rent to be close to market because we do work for our client, mm -hmm. uh, but we never want to force a vacancy by a rent increase. Vacancies are expensive, especially for our mom and pop clients. We have mm -hmm. you know, downtime, rehab costs. 
It's very expensive to have right. vacancy. And mortgage right. payments, property taxes that they're coming out of pocket yeah. for if the, yeah. ten, if the rent's not coming in that month. Yeah. And our job as managers is consistent cash flow. Mm -hmm. I want to make it so our clients have a consistent income stream that they can rely on each month from their asset. Okay. And what is the actual rule for rent control? Is it just 10% or is there a way that you calculate that? It's a, well, first of all, it's no more than 10% per year. That would be your basic okay. rent control rule. But is it 5% plus CPI or is it actually 10%? Thank you. 5% for the city plus CPI. The CPI has been over 5% for the past year or so, so we've been mm -hmm. going up to 10%. And what is CPI? That's uh... Consumer Price Index. So okay. right now I would have to look at what the current CPI is, mm -hmm. but averaging between like 7 and 8% for last. Right, right. And I think that's like a reflection of inflation, so the idea is that you're able to keep up, um, you know, if inflation's only at 1%, mm -hmm. you're looking at 5% plus 1%, that right. takes you to 6%. Um, but we, like Brian has said, over the last year, year and a half, we've been above 5 We're looking at 7 8% right now, so that puts us at the cap of 10 um, yeah, With rent growth over 14% last year, uh, we've been trying to do everything we can to stay close to, uh, close to a market rent. Right. Right. You know, it's our, it's our job to work for our clients, so. Right. Well, I think this was a great, valuable, um, you know, session here. Um, <laughs> I think we provided a lot of value for some, some owners on, on, you know, what we do at South Coast, and I'm sure we're going to continue, uh, you know, between ourselves, providing value based off of new market news, um, as well as bringing in, uh, you know, experienced guests uh, that, are, that are high up in, in uh, San Diego. Um, making you know lawmakers, other property managers, other uh, investors mm -hmm. uh, to share their experiences and insight um, to hopefully provide value for owners like the listeners of our podcast. So uh, with that, thanks, Brian. Um, looking forward to doing many more of these with you. And uh, this was a good first episode. Hey, of multifamily we put universe. something together here, huh? We sure did. All yeah. right, you got to start somewhere. Good stuff. Thanks, Brian.